0: Thank you for tuning in Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with comic Lana Siebel. Lana Siebel, how the hell are you? I'm great. Good. Thank you so much for coming on. And I know I follow you online. You're Lana underscore Siebel at Twitter and you're Lana Siebel at Instagram, but also Lana Thank you.
1: What, yeah. what a nice promotion. I appreciate it. I'm, oh
0: yeah. And you're just on all the big time shows. You even snagged some of these coveted park shows, haven't you? I, uh,
1: yeah, I, uh, actually am starting my own, like, uh, I, I did my first mic. Um, and I think I'm going to turn it into a mic show. It was very successful. It capped right away. And, um, uh i'm gonna be performing a tiny cupboard uh i think now like, i'm booked on four or five shows there so i'm excited about that yes um, that
0: is the venue to get if you don't have a, a picture at the tiny cupboard you ain't shit
1: you know what's funny brian i right before the pandemic i would uh perform all the time in their indoor space and i also started booking it
0: uh yeah, right were, were before. You, it was, were you there with james mack james mack said he, he was doing a lot of stuff with tiny cupboard before yes
1: about- Exactly. He introduced me to it. And then um, I was was so happy that, uh, you know, the the owner, uh, Matt and Amy, they they really liked me. So they, they kept asking me to come back regularly and also start booking the shows. And then they showed me about, I think it was in December, they showed me the rooftop and I'm like, okay, you guys are already, like, having a big name for yourself in this room, but yeah. outdoors, it's going to be – and this was before the pandemic. I was like, outdoors, this is going to be – I told them, like, I'm the first one to tell you this is going to be, like, a blow-up. <laughs> and yes, uh,
0: Lana, Lana Sable's the one who predicted that tiny cupboard would be – Yeah, the, I was the, the first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want everybody to know. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: uh, like, so what's it like doing comedy up there?
1: Um. So – you know, it's so funny because, you know, it's an it's, so I actually one of the few people that grew up in Brooklyn. And, um, and so I've been in Brooklyn since I was seven years old. And uh, like I knew Bushwick and that area is going to like blow up. Um, so I kept coming back and all the comedians, they would come in and let, make fun of the room, you know, because it's like it's, it is a it is a tiny cupboard. It's like a, it's a very small venue. Uh, they, they pride in being the tiniest. And, you know, people would like, you know, not that anybody would put it down but um i was like this is this is gonna be the shit oh my god and then i, I have to get on this so um i always felt like it was such a privilege to perform there
0: so when um, it was indoors it was tiny but that was good for laughs but now that it's on the fucking rooftop it's like you you're competing with the sights, you know the skyline of the city but also many, many you know any trains in the distance and things like that is it different playing the roof than it was the indoor part
1: you know, so I, because of uh, all this uh, COVID, I just started um, the, doing all the outdoors last week and I was preparing. Uh, I was so happy, uh, happily surprised and excited I got into the Connecticut Comedy Festival.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: which is outdoors. And also, I mean, like, Bill Burr's performing yes, there. Yes, that's and, crazy shit. All yes, the big sizes Is
0: Burbiglia there? Let me see. Yeah, Burbiglia's Burr Burr there. there. Yeah um i think norman and it's so funny that sam sam moral or whatever and mark norman they're on every show in new york city but here yes they are the fifth and sixth names you know first comes and bobby kelly and and michael ian black and and i guess i'll i'll see there i bet you you're probably seventh
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know i i was very happy to be on that flyer and uh um, yeah, my husband even was like, send me that flyer. Now, you know, this is pretty cool. Uh, and they're, they're both, you know, my husband's son, they're like, um, my, they're both my hecklers and my greatest supporters. So like, they're oh, honest. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Yeah,
0: you want, you want supportive, but you want honesty too. You're like, I want to sit by you. And oh when we've polished it, I also want you to laugh and applaud during the show.
1: Exactly. Yes. And he, it's so funny, because he's also got such a uh, talent for this. So um, I've really learned over the years to like trust him. So you know, okay. yeah. It's and he's so happy too. Like honestly, ninety percent of the time he's right. And he's like, I told you this bit, or when it works, he's like, <laughs> I told you.
0: <laughs> Dude, I, I love so, it. Yeah, everybody's at this fucking thing. I see. Uh, see, Adam Mueller's there. Claire Alexander, yeah. John Marco Sarezi, Shafi Hossein, just talking. So many That's great right. comics around. Yeah.
1: Adam Mueller and uh, G- uh, Gianmarco and Gus and uh, I mean if you, I'm, I'm leaving out a, a ton, but they were on the the show that I was on. Uh, so yeah, it was I was glad I, I prepared for it and um, I you know because I I had a feeling that it's going to be a boom for comedy once this thing starts to end and especially if there's a second a second wave. Um, so I would do Zoom like every single day when it was you know full quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know a lot of comics are like, it's, it's the worst, but honestly, it is, it is better than nothing. You, you sharpen your skills and, um, you know, motivates you to write. And then, yeah, last week, I just started doing the, the park ones. And I gotta say, it is pretty amazing. It, it, you're competing with so much, like you said, like I, during my mic, there's literally a, a dog, I would say about two feet away. And now people, I think, can imagine what two feet looks like. <sighs> and uh, one of my friends, she was doing her set, and the dog slowly crouched down and took a very graphic and slow poop
0: oh my right goodness.
1: in the middle of her set. Yeah, it was two feet honestly, away. Honestly, two feet away. It oh, was. Lord. It was one of the greatest moments, I think, in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: that'll be a story yes. forever. It's like, who heckles you, you're like, dude, I've had a dog shit two feet from me doing that. <laughs> exactly. It's not going to throw exactly. me off. Exactly. Oh, I love uh, that. But then, I mean, yeah. you, you've also been doing, I mean, you're also, you did a, I think you wrote, you co-wrote and you starred in a short film, and that's been in a bunch of film festivals, kind of, you know, when did you do that? Did you do that before the pandemic or during? Yeah,
1: that was honestly, it, it it was a couple of years, it was like two years ago, but it was about a character who's contemplating suicide and she's all alone, which is, I mean, that's so uh, perfect for the times right now. But, you know, there's, I don't want to spoil the ending, but it's, it's, um, hopefully it is somewhat cathartic and uplifting yeah well, well so, I, yeah.
0: I, I can only say i hope there's a sequel i hope the person yeah i appreciate thing, it <laughs> it'll be in a sequel that's written by uh lana siebel during the coin- i
1: appreciate <laughs> it
0: <laughs> <laughs> but also before you're a big time dancer like you, know, you just were on your rank seventh in the let me check this out first of all you got a lot of people that you know are on dancing with the stars and as, a, as a dancer what's that like you're a big time dancer
1: you know what's funny? I, I know those uh, – so the Eastern Europeans, we all I – knew, I, knew, I knew them pretty well. I knew their families. Uh, we all grew up in the same circle. Um, I'd actually even, you know, rank higher. Like we would we'd be like on the same level type. So, wow, yeah rank, uh, seventh, yeah,
0: rank seventh in the U.S.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I would um, compete all over the United States. So you would have to do nationals every year. And um, I'd also compete in England. Um, i go there a couple times a year to compete because they had um, – like for some reason, London and England is uh, really big on Latin dancing. So it's like they have the biggest um, competitions where like hundreds and hundreds of people follow from all over uh, the world come and compete.
0: Uh, and yeah, that's so funny. That's so funny. You're like, I'm a Latin dancer. Will you be spending a lot of time in London? And you're like, what? it's
1: hilarious. I this <laughs> is what I talk about in my comedy now. That um, you know, my my my. Um, I guess joke that gets uh, a really great reaction is I tell them I was a Latin dancer. Uh, you know, I was ranked seventh and uh, I had the worst Latin dancer stage name ever. Uh, it was Svetlana Feldman. <laughs> that,
0: <laughs> and why, why, dealing, why do you have to have a stage name at all?
1: Um, you know they announced you like in the day, and I, I'm gonna continue writing about that. But like all of the my you know Eastern Eastern European people that I grew up with and competed with, um, they they all had like you have to. His name is actually one of the people I uh, Maxim Chmurkowski. So that's also another funny you know. Now I would be like now dancing the sexy cha 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 Svet. Oh no, and he would always take a pause. He'd be like Feldman. can thank
0: you. Why can't you go Lana Siebel?
1: Oh, well, uh, Siebel is actually my married name. Um, uh, yeah. So
0: you are Svetlana. Your Lana is short for Svetlana?
1: Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So you are Svetlana exactly. Feldman. I am Svetlana. Yeah. Yes. And Feldman was. So it's kind of, a I mean, um, it just works as a joke because it's a funny sounding name, which yeah. oh, is my yeah. actual real name. Yeah. And it was my Latin dancer name, which, um, you know, now comedians are like, you should have kept Feldman. Lana Feldman. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: I fucking love that. And so how'd you kind of you know transition from you know dancing, and I guess there's probably some similarity between you know being comfortable on stage as a Latin dancer, but also as a comic. Like at what point did you figure out that dude, I dance yeah. pretty pretty good, but guess what? People are laughing their ass off during our dance practice. Uh,
1: I, I'm pretty sure. I know what I like to say. What's funnier than my comedy was my dancing.
0: Ah. Uh, but
1: I think I think that's Henny Youngman. I don't know. I can't ah. take credit for that. Like, <laughs> I think that's his joke. <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was not an easy transition. Cause you know, it was uh, like, I based my whole life around dancing. It was um, you know, my, it was my whole life. Um, I was contemplating on whether to go to college, which I'm really glad I, I went. Um, and um, yeah, it was, it was really not an easy transition. And, you know, people now ask me about like dancing with the stars, like what I think of it. And uh, you know, my response is always that they're, you know, most of them are horrible, terrible people, the dancers, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and my mission in life now is to take the show off the air, you know? And but, but if the, I get the people, you
0: know, on there are great, of course.
1: Uh, no, they're pretty horrible. They're pretty <laughs> terrible people. That's why I didn't want to become one of them. That's, it looks uh, so glamorous, but it's so, I mean, there it's, is, cut, it's cutthroat. Is that what you're saying? Very cutthroat. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, I, again, I started to, to finally write about that, um, because uh yeah they were you know very very uh um cutthroat and also very not smart but also very arrogant about it Uh, so it was like the worst combinations put together
0: and can you Um, can you stay arrogant in comedy or, or will that will that make you just uh first of all nobody will want to work with you but also the audience will be able to see through it
1: exactly you have to be likable you can't have yeah. people yeah listen to you make fun of things and be a total asshole I think I don't yeah I mean I guess some get away with it but I feel like it's more of their persona that right. they're putting on um but um but yeah no it, so yeah it was a hard transition and I started to actually transition go to college as the whole auditions were starting I remember like Cheryl talking about it Cheryl Burke um and uh and I was starting to kind of like, you know, slowly walk away from it. Um, and I decided I really wanted to do acting. So I went to Lee Strasburg. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and I studied uh, some really great coaches. I studied um, in HB with um, Austin Pendleton, who's like a big coach in, uh, in New York. He, uh, he played a prosecutor of My Cousin Vinny. He was the stuttering prosecutor. Uh, I don't know if you're Yeah, he was on The Muppets. He's, he's pretty much in.
0: So he taught you how theater. to be a stuttering prosecutor?
1: he taught me how to be a stuttering prosecutor and yeah. uh, I gotta say, I'm just waiting for my chance. Like, <laughs> I just need that.
0: <laughs> well, work those characters in. And so like, uh, you know, what from your dancing background and the whole East Strasburg, uh, you know, training, can you bring into up?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's funny cause I, so then I decided, I know I've been, it was a long road to stand up and that's actually what, you know, I felt all along was my, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to sound, douchey or pretentious but like kind of a calling (laughs) I always felt like uh, you know the um you know that miserableness and sadness and I would always try to turn that into you know um making people laugh ever since I was you know a little um but uh I I took improv which um is not for me for sure. (sighs) Uh, I felt like, <laughs> I felt like I was uh, Michael Scott from The Office. Uh, i just come in and <laughs> ruin scenes and-
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's um, Michael, Michael yeah. Scott bringing out the gun in every scene because it want, he wants it to be about him.
1: Exactly, I would bring out my mother.
0: So <laughs> that would be my gun.
1: <laughs> so, um, which, you know, was kind of funny the first few times because the, the acting, you know, got me through it uh, yeah. and I did that in yeah, my first show and my husband's like, stick to acting, please.
0: Uh, (laughs) And are you doing kind of an impression of your mom on on stage or some act outs or something?
1: She really is. I mean, she's so unaware. It's just like Um, comedy gold. She is. And oh my God, my son does an impression of her. She's, I mean, if you ever, uh, you know, she's like the ultimate uh, guilt trip. It's, Um, she's just... Oh, she's amazing. Um, she was, you know, she was a dentist. My grandmother was a dentist, and um, you know, I do a whole speech about how she said, you know, she did not come to America for her daughter to do bad Russian accent. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can so, see a big guilt, big, big guilt trip in the form of I sent you to college, um, I sent you yes. to Rosberg, and here you're telling jokes oh, on a rooftop.
1: Exactly. It's, oh, yeah. Now, you know, they, I don't even. The only thing she knows is i think a few years ago she said something like i know you go to greenwich village comedy club and you say something very bad about me very bad <laughs> so yeah i don't think she's uh and also she threatened me that she's gonna start comedy so i don't tell her about it
0: that is I so i want to hear <laughs> your mother threaten to do comedy
1: oh yeah she told me exactly you know and actually it was pretty torturous because she was um this was also, when I just was starting out, she would be doing my teeth so I couldn't answer her back, oh, which is, yeah, so that's, she that's, she said that's why she became a dentist, because she can talk and nobody could answer her back. That's <laughs> <what I'm, laughs>
0: like, so uh, she ever said we, that, she's like, uh, you know, if you keep doing this, I'm going to go down there and do stand-up myself.
1: Yeah, well, she said more along the lines of, yeah, uh, by the way, I just thought of this, like, I think stand-up is very similar. You, you, you know, you, you talk and, no one else can um yeah. so I guess it's very similar to dentistry yeah. um yeah but it's but, like um, no mom yeah.
0: mom you are the joke you are not the joke teller you are the joke unfortunately
1: exactly I know yeah that's how man. you provide
0: that's how you've provided for your dear Svetlana it's These, not the school and that's not the schools you sent me to it's the big guilt trips you put me through every so oh
1: my gosh they are so precious they really I don't know I'm very lucky I it's just so much material I honestly it's overwhelming my husband's like you know move on from your mother there's just it's too much there yeah yeah i just wonder if
0: you can put like you know because i think the same thing happens with somebody like rachel feinstein or whatever yeah like she has such a great mom character that you're like dude i really want like sometimes i fire it up again just to fucking hear that character but you really need to uh yes spread out into other things is there any content that you could take from her mouth and put it through like i don't know a different accent just to kind of make um, yeah. sure that you know you're using all the material but people don't get sick of the mongoise
1: yeah you know i actually um i have little bits here and there so people do appreciate it but i have so much so much more material now you know my son he's really um I don't know. He's just, he's like a 70 year old man. He's like a 70 year old. <laughs> he, he's really like a little bit of a, he's a Don Rickles. It's a me, his comebacks are so, so I, I, quick. I gotta use him. He's so quick. Cause you know, he's so, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm a Jewish and my husband, you know, and I'm, I also came from Ukraine when I was seven and my husband, he's Italian. So it's amazing. The combination is you have somebody who's a hypochondriac who's also a ball buster.
0: Ah. and
1: that is so right for comedy it's really yes,
0: yes. So how, yeah so so I guess I mean as somebody who went to law school I kind of regret having done so because I could have done the same career as a paralegal without all the crushing debt so as somebody who went to not only college but also Lee Strasberg Theater and then went into comedy you know you you know the debt service on this is pretty just crazy for me at least is there anything you're going to do with respect to your son to ensure he starts his comedy career on the right foot
1: well i'm already telling him you know you remind remember i'm your mother and i'm opening for you when you because he's <laughs> <laughs> he's already he's already uh like writing a film he's uh he's he said he's going to be a a director a dj and a comedian lately he's been <laughs> And he said the reason he's going to be those things is because you don't have to wear a collared shirt. Um, so he's got to figure it out. I mean, I, um, I don't I know what I can it. do to, yeah.
0: But, but I mean, really he can, you know, so yeah, I suppose it's just a collar thing, but he's, you know, he's of course going to have to put music and in all into all of his short films and things that he can, you know, direct and write and star and, and things like that. But would you encourage him still to go to college just in case the comedy thing doesn't work out or oh, absolutely, are you, absolutely. Okay. All right. I, you know,
1: yeah no he i i i think um he's also you know which i'm I'm very proud of good at math i think that's the jewish side no my husband's actually good at math as well <laughs> <laughs> um he's already he's already asking me which i find amazing he's like so how much are you making doing this how much are you making do-? he's really seeing it which i wish i would have right. done years ago as a career as a how are you going to make money off of this which good. Uh, yeah, I um, and and I, uh, you know, I want him to have options and and uh, think, yeah, think outside the box, and not only entertainment but also be, you know, very bright. Um, so, yeah, we'll yeah, G- I,
0: yeah, Gabe Nathan said something like that. I think he, I think he's Jewish, or at least uh, we talked a lot about Jewishness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Gabe <laughs> Nathan said something like because um, I talked to my dad's tech friend, and she was so. She, she became clear. It became a clear immediately that I was so not into tech. And she's like, what are you into? And he said, comedy. And she's like, well, here's what you do. Just get a day job that gives you time and money and do comedy at night. And is that good advice?
1: That's great advice. It And honestly, um, First of all, I wish I would have, you know, started with comedy like my son much younger and just uh, kept on going. And uh, because in comedy, it's it's kind of a, it's an interesting mix. It's both a mix of uh, it's one of the hardest things because you're so vulnerable and it's so you know you're you're put into lately into parks and divy bars and
0: yeah. you
1: don't know the outcome. tiny
0: cupboards, yeah,
1: tiny cupboards exactly. Uh, but it's also one of the most generous uh in terms of the community so you really i mean you know i've been doing it for six years consistently and i'm 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 already seeing just how much you know you really can hone in the craft you really once you really put in the work and write and perform all the time there's really so much opportunity yeah um
0: and and so, start, uh, so although he should go to college and keep his debt low, I suppose, and get a day job, sure. maybe starting it and pursuing it now and making connections and finding opportunities should, should happen ASAP.
1: Absolutely. And I hope he starts with the day jobs also earlier because, you know, uh, I've had some pretty horrific ones and um, yeah. that kind of show that motivates you so much um, to, to get out of there.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, you you know, whenever he's old enough, you know, you know, tell him to come on, come on Coppin' with Comic because I want to break him here.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. He's already, (laughs) he's already got a a material. He's constantly pretending to hold a microphone. He watches Seinfeld every day. Yes. Oh my God. This guy, I'm like, when you're rich and famous, you're putting me on. I'm your mother. And
0: yeah. yeah, and watching yeah. Seinfeld's important. I mean, I guess he has Lana Siebel to look up to, too, but Alan Altman. Uh, I like, appreciate you know, Yeah, watching Seinfeld was, you know, let me know that comedy was something you could do as a profession in New York City. And so watching Absolutely. Seinfeld is also just a great ingredient. So, you know, we're following you here online. You're, you're, you know, we can track all your, you know, tiny coverage shows. And what was the Connecticut Comedy Festival when's that? That's right. Yep,
1: yep. Um, that, that actually just passed uh, this past Sunday
0: oh it was it was already there and so did you yeah yeah yeah, how was your set and how was everybody else you know all the former guests like we named and how was bill burr did you see his set
1: he actually i think he's performing a little on a bit of a later date but uh oh it's like a multi date
0: over a couple weekends or something
1: exactly but i was very happy to be put on the seven o'clock show which um you know drew a really nice crowd honestly it was amazing because also um unlike a park it was more of a de- it was the fairfield comedy club, so it was a more of a desolated area outdoors it was and under
0: the, like, under the, under the tent thing it's like it under was a under, little tent
1: exactly yeah. and uh and and so you know it felt so amazing because you can hear you know you tell the joke you get the laugh you tell the joke you get and, wow. and it was so yeah the, to hear that audible like a nice uh loud audible laughter was uh it was like amazing because, um, yeah, again, it's, there's a lot of different elements nowadays, um,
0: so this yeah, yeah it can be tough to draw a real audience but you know lana siebel's been doing it for so long and it's so funny i appreciate that can, it yeah she can get on all these big shows and make a real crowd laugh which not every comedian can do some of them are stuck you know at little open mics and they got you know people looking at their phones but but lana siebel's the the one who's opening for bill burr so lana siebel oh yeah we, <laughs> oh, yeah, we track here instagram you're lana siebel and uh twitter you are lana underscore siebel and on uh, the ww interwebs you are lana siebel.com so lana siebel thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Brian. This is a half hour's over. That felt like 10 (laughs) minutes. Oh my God. Time
0: time flies when you're talking to Lana Siebel. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Brian. That was amazingly fun.
0: Wow.